I titled this the Shade Yumbu Property Controversy. I'll say many questions for Professor Part Jerry. Ladies and gentlemen, um, this podcast may sound quite controversial, but you'll agree with me that the fallout of the presidential elections and its aftermath and the post-Lagos election results has brought many things to the fore, and it's something we've only once discussed. And the obedient movement, the obediency campaign, and its after-effect till date tells us many things. It shows the intentions of many people worked in the government of Lagos at some time and those it tells us those who really pushed the entire obedience movement it tells us a lot about those who believed in the obedience movement and those who, who backed out later and it brought many things to fall that maybe this wasn't more this was sometimes maybe a bit more than just an obedience movement but maybe a campaign against an individual for many reasons Ladies and gentlemen, Ashibajibu Ahmed Limbo, the president-elect, current president-elect of Nigeria, who hopefully should be sworn in May 29, or who will be sworn in May 29, has had many, many criminal allegations against him. To a very large extent, I'm not sure the man has refuted any, and he hasn't said anything about them. They've only said, oh, he was one that killed Fungia Williams, he said that many years ago. He didn't refute it, he just moved on. That doesn't mean he didn't, that doesn't mean he did. Oh, some said he owns a rent, he owns this, he owns that. I remember the current vice president at the time when he was being supported and unpicked to be vice presidential candidate, went about defending him on a political show, Politics Today on Channel Television. And then now they say he's a cooking push up the man, hasn't repeated anything. And they've made many, many criminal allegations. We even said, oh, Enter's project, Enter's shooting at Lekki 2022, October 2020, shooting at Lekki Topaza, that he was the one who spared at the shooting. The man hasn't repeated it. And many are beginning to rethink some of these allegations. And maybe it's not really him. Maybe he just had to use his influence to correct some of the allegations against him. Maybe it was him. No one knows. But so many allegations. Now the most recent is the one about his son. I mean, and it was on the news this evening, and they said a Bloomberg report going to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, when I saw that, and this is my own personal opinion, when I saw that Bloomberg update, I asked, what would Bloomberg be searching Shaitinimbu for? Now it's beginning to look like certain people are out to ensure that that May 29, um, Swearing doesn't happen. But ladies and gentlemen, if God wants it to happen, nothing can stop it. And then you begin to ask why. And the reason I said many questions for Professor Pato to me is because now this is a man who is who was Tina Bush friend. I mean he would tell you that he was on his team, his think tank team. And he was the first to talk about his ill health on national TV. Even when many people didn't want to talk about it, said the man is not well, come out. And he was saying don't politics politics today. One would not expect him to say that because they were friends and he walked with him on the panel. I mean, on the panel when Tinubu was governor. And even after that, he's only always had permission to be legacy government. And he has benefited a lot being a part of it. I mean, he has a school, Lagos Business School, Panatlantic University. I mean, a lot of things is credit. Now, the reason I said the Bloomberg report, we must ask him, is because Bloomberg partners with his institution, the Lagos Business School. I mean, there was time Bloomberg funded or partnered with them on a CFO's program 
And I remember that I had a friend who was a man because at the time we attended. I was taking a course in social research at the Pan-Catholic University at the time. So if you are friends with the Bloomberg, and don't forget that um, Professor Pat Johnny is a media man by excellence. He studied mass communication at UNN. He has a school of media and communication. He's leveraged his life as a media person, particularly his Media has worked for him, basically. And that's why we really know him. Couple of other things he's done. And he seemed like a thought leader on political issues. Now, I'm tempted to say that he or his allies spared at this Bloomberg search. Um, and you want to ask him why? Because really, if you had worked with a man and you benefited from him, and now he's a devil, he's never said he's never been a devil. I'm not sure that you are an angel leader. You are probably the bigger devil, and that's my perspective. Because if the man has always had allegations of being a devil from day one, and you were still able to work with him, then you're not an angel leader. Okay, now you're doing everything to pull him down. Because I remember when. Bio, um, the Onandega man talked about uh, people minding the business. He talked about, I mean, he said on TV, take some of these guys to the ICC. You want to ask Professor Pato to me, why? I mean, what is his, his agenda? What is reservation really beyond the fact that anybody's not well? This was your friend at some time. Okay, so if Bloomberg is such a change in you now, I would ask Professor Pato to me, or maybe Mrs. Okese basically. Yeah, because these are people who know the team who found the well. And they also work with Bloomberg and they understand media and all their friends in the business they put how focus basically put us apart to me. And um, if someone else were doing this, maybe it would be just my boy with him. This was his friend and he's benefited a lot from him. And that's why you question it. Just my perspective. Enjoy. <laughs>